dressings. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. I'm your host, Rob Elba. This is another one of our special patron-curated episodes where we invite patrons of the podcast to contribute their picks on the theme. We did a similar theme last year around Valentine's Day, but I thought this one definitely deserved a revisit. So this is That Song Broke My Heart and Got Me High. Obviously, all songs that, for one reason or another, just does it to us a little uh, trigger warning uh this will be an emotional episode at times so i just wanted to get that out of the way strap in for that i opened it up with some audio from a crowd in manchester they were observing a moment of silence in remembrance of the uh 22 people who were killed in this uh horrific terrorist attack uh, at the end of a ariana grande concert a few days before that and a minute uh, into the silence, a woman started singing the uh, Oasis song, Don't Look Back in Anger. And the crowd gradually joined in. And by the end, they were all singing this song. And uh, of course, that song wasn't really about what they were feeling. But at that moment, it just perfectly brought them all together in their grief. And that's kind of like what this episode is about, I think. This is what songs and music can do to us. It could be cathartic and uh, ultimately these songs that break your heart can be uplifting so uh, that's what I hope uh, you all take away from this episode that ultimately you find it uplifting even though uh, you know uh, it's sad sometimes we get sad listening to uh, to uh, sad songs or just songs that kind of hit us in a certain way Uh, real quick if you'd like to start participating in these uh, really fun episodes you can head over to patreon.com forward slash TRJMH. And for as little as $2 a month, you could become a patron of my show. Uh, I'm really, I'm always amazed and delighted by the response I get from these episodes. You know, I put the, I put it out there for these episodes and I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know how many responses I'm going to get, but uh, I'm always really uh, uh, happy that I get all these great responses. And I hope, uh, I also hope everyone realizes that these are just uh, meant to be fun. And I know some of my patrons really go above and beyond when they send in their submissions, but I don't want anyone to feel intimidated. Uh, I really do love and appreciate how, you know, well thought out and uh, put together some of your intros are, but just know that also if you just send an intro that says, hey, this is so-and-so and this is my pick, that's perfectly fine as well. So no pressure either way. For example, a good example, literally two minutes after I announced the theme for this episode, I got this submission from patron Russell Mofsky, short, sweet, and to the point and a great pick. A song that broke my heart and got me high is the song Words by the band Low. Super spare arrangement, beautiful, chilling harmonies. And um, it's made ever the more heartfelt since Mimi Parker's recent passing last November. So my vote for a song that breaks my heart while it gets me high is Words by Low.
Thanks, Russell. All right, and now we have Heidi Caballero, not wasting any time and getting all weepy on us right from the jump. Greetings, that record got me high. It is your old friend Heidi from Louisville, Kentucky, and I wanted to submit a song for the Patreon curated episode, That Song Broke My Heart. And the song that breaks my heart every time I hear it is Fire and Rain by James Taylor. It really speaks to this idea that even though we think we've got another day um, or another time when we can see someone, um, that's not always the case. And more often than not, we might lose someone before we get a chance to say goodbye. Um, The lyric in the chorus just, um, I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend but I always thought I'd see you again. It just uh, breaks my heart every time I hear it. Um, And that being said, we all better see Rob again. So take care of yourself and try not to cry when you listen to this one. Take care. Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. Walked out this morning and I wrote down this song. I just can't remember who to send it to. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend. But I always thought that I'd see you again Won't you look down upon me, Jesus You gotta help me make a stand You just got to see me through another day My body's aching and my time is at hand I won't make it any other way Whoa, I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you Thanks, Heidi. I'm, I'm trying not to cry. I really am. Uh, speaking of crying, our patron, Marsha Potts, barely holds it together for her pick. So let's hand it over to Marsha. Hey, Rob, it's Marsha in Central Florida. And that song that breaks my heart and gets me high is Charles Bradley's cover of Black Sabbath Changes. And this song is, oh, this song, this song is a full box of Kleenex Weeper. In fact, I am now on the path of emotional records just because I mentioned the title. I, I, I have nothing left to add because I'm going to be just a mess of tears here in a few seconds. Charles Bradley changes. I feel unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks so much, Marsha. And now we have our old pal, Corey Debrower, who, who really uh, dug into what makes a sad song sad. He really did a great job breaking it all down. So I'm just going to hand it over to Corey. Hey, Rob and fellow patrons, Corey Debrawa here, checking in from the atypically gloomy environs of the Bay Area. Before I share my heartbreaking song that got me high, I thought I'd ask a question first, given that uh, there are a bunch of musicians who contribute to and listen to this podcast. And the question is this, what makes a sad song sad? Uh, I came up with three defining characteristics courtesy of some web research, which just means that I Googled some stuff, and a few music therapists who have written about this, I thought pretty insightfully. The first is the mode, which involves the song's arrangement and the ordering of the musical notes uh, or chords in a particular key. The arrangement is what creates our perceptions of the tone or color of any given piece of music. So minor keys are often contributors to sad, as you'd imagine. Uh, The second is tempo, the speed or pace of the song. Uh, The musical characteristics like key interacting with tempo Uh, can convey a particular emotion like anger or happiness or melancholy. And the third would be the interactions between these characteristics, maybe the most important. So melody, timbre, dynamics, harmony, they've all been explored by researchers uh, and each may contribute to making a song a heartbreaker, but emotional expression is really more about how these elements interact with each other. So a minor key at a slow tempo with really personal lyrics about a very emotionally traumatic event All of these together can better contribute to why a sad song says so much, as Sir Elton once sang. Context matters, and in my experience, the more specific your story or subject, the more universally felt the emotion can be. So in that spirit, I bring to you Beth Orton's Don't Need a Reason, uh, a track from her 1996 debut Trailer Park. It's a mix of major and minor chords in a fairly slow, almost ballad tempo. Uh, The string arrangement is beautiful, very poignant, and the lyrics concern the loss of Beth's parents at a fairly young age and how she experiences their memories now as angels around her. Uh, I interviewed her around this time and she went so far as to tell me that her parents, as angels, were sat around her table drinking tea and conversing with her. So uh, it gets me every time. So all these years later, uh, the song still makes me feel heartbroken for her to hear it. And Rob, I'm glad you're on the mend. Cheers.
Thank you, Corey. That was great. And now we have James McLaughlin to remind us that there will always be new bands writing saddish songs that we could fall in love with. And here's uh, an example of that right here. Hey, Rob and record fans. This is James in Baltimore. I'm excited to take the opportunity of the second annual That Record Broke My Heart show to turn you on to my current favorite band, Auckland, New Zealand power pop combo, The Best, and the title track of their superb new record, Expert in a Dying Field. The Best plays super catchy, super smart, deviously poignant songs. They obviously really enjoy each other and they seem like the nicest people in the world. I'm not going to many shows post-pandemic, but I love this band so much I paid for StubHub tickets to see them at a disgusting, sweaty, germy club this spring. Can't wait. I hope you like the best as much as I do. Can we erase our history? Is it as easy as this? Plausible deniability. I swear I've never heard of it. And I can close the door on us, but the room still exists. And I know you're in it. Hours of phrases I've memorized. Thousands of lines on the page All of my notes in a desolate pile I haven't touched in an age And I can James. I love it. Okay. So my dear old friend and patron, Richard Shelter, he just, he just loves to bring his own musical background from his, from his iPhone when he does his intros. I keep telling him you don't have to do this, but that's fine. We make it work. So here's uh, Richard with a song that breaks his heart. Hello, Rob. You asked for a sad song. This is mine. It is the prayer of every atheist that there actually is a higher power. Really want it to be so. Then you look around the world and the way things are, and you feel empty. If I hear this song on the right day, I'll just break out in tears.
Thank you, Richard. Okay, so our patron, Izo Basares, he did something really cool. He sent in his submission from his first period English class that he, that, that he teaches. So we got uh, selections from some of actual young people. Of course, I wasn't familiar with any of the songs that they mentioned, but I thought it would be fun to uh, just put some quick clips from the songs that uh, the kids in his class all mentioned, and then we got Izo's pick at the end, and it's really great. So take it away, Izo's first period class. Hey, Rob. Izo Basar is here. Um, I'm here with my first period English class. They're a bunch of great kids with beautiful minds and hearts and souls. And we were actually talking about songs that broke their hearts. And uh, I want to share a few of them with you. So, Adriana, which one was your selection? Canto Madre de Melody. Nice. Canto Madre from Melody. Mami, ya sé que estás llorando, lo presiento. Mami, cuánto te quiero. Mami, and lyric. Uh, My selection is Neither One of Us by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Uh, I won't say anything else. I'll let Gladys Knight do the work for me. And uh, I just want to say that I've wept to that song more times than I can remember. And I listen to it very often at the end of something. Thank you very much. Sending much love to you all. Rob, I love you, brother. It's sad to think.
Thank you, Izo. And thank you, his first period English class. That was awesome. All right. Now we have our friend Alan from Toronto uh, with some real talk about mixtapes. Hi, Rob. Hi, other people who claim that records get them high. This is Alan from Toronto responding to the Patreon episode about Songs of Heartbreak. Of course, I'm sure I'm not the only one here who thought to themselves, Songs of Heartbreak, oh, you mean 98% of every pop song ever written. We could do a whole podcast about Songs of Heartbreak, because that is essentially what pop music is, I believe. In my case, Songs of Heartbreak have a special place because I was single for well into my 50s, and I made many, many, many mixtapes which featured Songs of Heartbreak. The point of those uh, mixtapes was to say, here is how heartbroken I would be, I will be, if you sleep with me and then break up with me, this is what will happen to me. But of course, if you'd like me to get into that state, you have to at least sleep with me first. I'm sorry if that's, is that offensive for me to talk about trying to get people to sleep with me? I'm sorry if it is. Anyway, so if I'm still here, if I'm still in the group, I haven't been canceled yet. I'm going to choose a song by the American Music Club, partly because I love them and because I don't think I'll ever get to, um, you know, discuss them in an episode of the show if I, if when my turn comes. I could pick many different songs. I thought about many songs, like I Broke My Promise Not to Write Another Song About You, uh, Why Won't You Stay, but I have to go with the perfect, perfectly titled I've Been a Mess. Lazarus wasn't grateful for a second wind for another chance watch his chances fade like the dawn and me I can barely tell you just how pale I get without you. Alan, and uh, I think you're good. I don't think we have to banish you yet for now, but uh, we'll keep an eye on you, I guess. Uh, all right, now we have patron and brand new mom, Danielle Herrera. 
uh, with some honesty about how when you're a certain age, say preteenish, some songs just hit in a distinctly emotional way. Hey, this is Danielle Herrera. And for the song that broke my heart and got me high, I chose Foolish Games by Jewel from her debut album, Pieces of You. It was really hard to pick a song since I truly do love a good heartbreak. But ultimately, I chose this tune because it is from a pivotal time in my life. I was 12 years old, (laughs) going on 18. I was in sixth grade and about to become a teenager, which, as we all know, at that time is grown up. Um, I had really wild fantasies of meeting a boy and falling in love, but I was always heartbroken as boys at that age understandably have different interests. More often than not, I felt like Jewel in the song, heartbroken, misunderstood, and lamenting the love I had for another that was never, ever reciprocated. The part of the song that she says, excuse me, think I've mistaken you for somebody else, somebody who gave a damn, somebody more like myself. Man, I felt that with every inch of my 12-year-old soul. Talk about dramatic, am I right? But honestly, who am I kidding? I still feel this song with every inch of my 37-year-old soul. Stood in the rain You were always crazy like that And I watched from my window Always felt I was outside Looking in on you You're always a mysterious one With dark eyes and careless hair Fashionably sensitive But too cool to care You stood in my doorway With nothing to say Besides some comment on the weather Well in case you fail to notice In case you fail to see little 12 year old heart <laughs> okay this next submission from paul marfleet uh this one hit a little closer to her home because uh the group that he chose i only know about because uh of an episode we did with my late friend tom smith to live and shave in la mr tom smith uh so just want to say that i miss you tom and i really miss talking music with you and i'm thinking about you hi rob Paul Marfick from the UK here. I hope you're okay and making a good recovery from your recent health scare. For this latest Patreon episode, I've chosen a song that still surprises and confounds me and makes me feel more than a little sad every time I hear it. The song that broke my heart and got me high is Party Fears 2 by The Associates. Party Fears 2 is one of those songs where I have to marvel at The Associates for the sheer audacity of having written and recorded it. That aberesque keyboard refrain, skittery rhythm, and Billy McKenzie's soaring vocals. 
It's pop music for sure, but twisted into weird and wonderful new shapes that make the song stand out even by the high standards of 1982. But it's a sense of melancholy which permeates the song that really gets to me. The associates of lyrics are always somewhat inscrutable, but those of Party Fears too suggest themes of anxiety, awkwardness and self-doubt, which perhaps hint at the mental health issues which eventually result in Mackenzie taking his own life at the age of 39. The final two minutes are another highlight, when Mackenzie's vocals soar wordlessly above the music before returning an a cappella refrain of the opening lyrics. Listening to Party Fears 2 feels especially poignant in a moment because of the recent death of Alan Rankin, Mackenzie's bandmate and chief creative partner in the Associates. The Mackenzie-Rankin partnership burned briefly but brightly, and it's sad to think about how personal and creative differences brought that partnership to an abrupt end while the band were at the peak of their powers. I Thanks, Paul, and rest in peace, Tom. And now, patron Jay Reeve uh, brings us some old-school angst. Hey, Rob, and fellow TRGMHers. This is Jay Reeve. My choice for song that broke my heart and got me high is the original Love in Vain by Robert Johnson. First heard the, the Rolling Stones version, and of course I thought that they wrote it. Um much like a lot of uh, white blues musicians from the 60s were uh, occasionally ripping off and not crediting uh, the black blues musicians from earlier years. Uh, The song itself is a heart-ripping song of two loves going in the opposite directions. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the details of Robert Johnson. You can look him up. Obviously, I'm sure most of you do know part of the history of him. Uh, I'll just let the song play, and uh, I think it all speaks for itself. Thanks again. And I followed her to the station With a suitcase in my hand Well, it's hard to tell, it's hard to tell When all your love's in vain All my love's in vain And the train rolls
roll up to the station I looked her in the eye When the train rolled up to the station And I looked her in the eye Well, I was lonesome, I felt so lonesome And I could not help but cry All my love's in vain When the train had left the station With two lights on behind When the train had left the station With two lights on behind Thank you, Jay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, and now here's that Facebook group got me high creator, Margarita, not his real name, with a guessing game for us. Uh, here's a little hint to his game. I'm thinking he's probably more of a Nina Simone fan than a Spin Doctors fan. So there you go. Hey, Rob, Margarita here. I have a game for the listeners. I'm going to read you two lyrics, and you can guess which one comes from the song that I picked for today. The first lyric... I ain't got no future or family tree, but I know what a prince and lover ought to be. Second lyric, I wish I could say all the things that I should say, say them loud, say them clear for the whole round world to hear. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I could break all the chains holding me. I wish I could say all the things that I should say. Say them loud, say them clear for the whole round world to hear. I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart. Remove all the bars that keep us apart. Okay, uh, you know, now would be a good time to mention that if uh, during these episodes, if you ever want to see a list of all the songs that I play in an episode, you could just go to the episode on our website. That's uh, thatrecordgotmehigh.com. And in the show notes section of each episode, I will always have a list of all the songs that are played in it. So just a little tip uh, as you're going through, if you uh, say, what was that song that played? You could look in the show notes on the website and you'll see that. All right. Now here's our old pal Todd Nolan bringing the deep knowledge as he usually does for his pick. Well, hey there, all of you broken-hearted motherfuckers out there. It's your old pal Todd Nolan coming at you with a bucket full of kittens, rainbows, and smiles. 
Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm here to throw my sad hat into the ring of despair with my pick for the song that broke my heart and yet still got me high. At the top of my list of songs that just utterly devastate me are Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt and John Prine's Sam Stone. So while I was pondering which John would break my heart, I took a walk with my dog Agnes and the first song that popped up on my iPod was Greg Dooley's solo performance of Black Love. And I knew right then and there that this would be my heartbroken submission. Originally, it was to be released in 1996 on the Afghan Wigs album Black Love, but it ended up not making the final cut of tracks. So in 1998, Greg Dooley released it on the soundtrack for the movie Monument Ave, directed by his good friend Ted Demi. The film was a cocaine-driven crime drama dealing with a group of friends' loyalty to their Irish gang's boss versus their loyalties to each other and their families. Greg Dooley had a prominent cameo in the film as a drug-dealing murderous thug that delivered way more lines of coke than dialogue. But as the movie comes to its dramatic close and the credits begin to roll, a click of a slide projector cues the song and the sad notes of a solo piano fill the void as the names scroll by. Two years later, Greg would release this song on the debut album for his band The Twilight Singers in a more filled out version called Love. But for me, the feelings of sadness and desperation resonate so much stronger with just Greg and his piano. You really feel its loneliness. And from my recollection, this is the version that I've seen more often played live. The lyrics to Black Love begin, at 3.15 I heard you leave. Where did you go? Were you alone? Am I the only one for you? It's a simple story many of us have lived through. Waking up to an empty bed in the middle of the night, not knowing if the one you love is in the bed of another and lost forever. This uncertainty of betrayal hangs heavy in the air, all while the words of the song sadly plead to an empty room. And as the sun begins to rise, he still has no idea where his lover is gone. You truly feel his sadness and desperation as he declares that he would be willing to kill for her. And that even now, left to his own thoughts, love is good. This sad, heartbroken shell of a man still holds on to some futile semblance of hope, despite the obvious infidelity. But to him, love is blind. And so now, without further ado, Black Love by Greg Dooley.
broke it down Still you were gone You didn't phone Are you Thanks, Todd. Okay, apparently songs that break your heart are a special interest of our next patron, uh, which kind of worries me a little bit, but uh, I'll let Paul tell you more about it. Hey, this is Paul Raub, and uh, hard to pick just one song that broke my heart. It's kind of a special interest of mine, but uh, I'm going to go with It Makes No Difference by the band for a whole lot of reasons, but primarily Rick Danko's voice I, I can't think of a better match of song and singer ever uh, Rick always sounds so vulnerable and here you just you hear him fighting uh, fighting what he's singing about in a, this just this amazing way and particularly that last verse uh, when he gets to you know I love you so much and it's all I can do just to keep myself from telling you that I never felt so alone before. And it's a great song, whoever's singing it, but dear Lord, the way Danko sings that just kills me every single time from the first time I've heard it until today. It makes no I'm just going to let you know that uh, my next patron, Joey Maya, a.k.a. Joey Wrecked, is a punk. And notoriously, punks don't follow the rules. So he definitely bends the rules a little. But I'm going I'm to allow it because, A, it's my show and I'm allowed to allow whatever I want to. And, B, he says some really nice things at the end of it. Uh, so I just want to quickly give a shout out to all my patrons who have wished me well. Uh, and encourage me during this rough stretch, as m- most of you know by now, I have gone through pretty rough stretch, and I am getting through the other end of it and healing. And just, uh, I just want you to know that I love and appreciate all of you and all your kind words. All right, let's hand it over to Joey Wrecked. All music boils down to three things: brains, hips, and heart. 
A song can make you think, a song can make you dance, or a song can break your heart. And today's episode is about breaking the heart. I've boiled it down to three choices. There's so many from each category, obviously. Song number one is Angie, written by Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. And we all know that song. When I hear it, it doesn't tear at my heartstrings. It blows them up. We, we all know the lyrics, but when will these clouds all disappear? All the dreams we held so close seem to all go up in smoke. I am crying already. And Charlie Watts, my man Charlie on drums, it's not like he's banging with those sticks. It's, it's, it's almost like he's singing with those drumsticks. His accents, the way his dynamics on the snare, the accents on the weird accents on the hi-hat. It's like he's singing the song and feeling it right along with Keith and Mick. Song number two is I Would Rather Go Blind, originally written by Ellington Jordan, who should get the credit for this, and recorded first recorded by Etta James back in 1967. But the version that I like is by Rod Stewart. Um, I think it's off Never a Dull Moment, but don't quote me on that. Uh, the, the songs rip me to shreds. Something, and we all can relate to it. Something told me it was over when I saw you and him talking. Something Think of high school me. or after when, when you were in a relationship and you saw this person with, a, uh, with another person and you knew when that it was over. How shitty that feeling was. And then I would rather go blind, girl, than to see you walk away from me. And something down deep in my heart, something deep down in my soul said, cry boy, when I saw you and that boy out walking. I I mean, we could all relate to it. We've all seen it. And and the lyrics are just so passionate. And you know I'm all about passion. Song number three is not a boy-girl song. I'm I'm wondering if anybody else picked Terry Jack's Season in the Sun. It was originally written by a Belgian Jacques Brel back in 1961 but we all know the terry jacks version and this song when i hear it i I mean a a tear wells up or is about to well up or sometimes i gotta turn it off because i'm just gonna start crying and that's that's tearing at heartstrings so we all know the lyrics goodbye my friend it's hard to die when all the birds are singing in the sky now that the spring is in the air oh my god the guy is dying, he knows it, doesn't want to die because he's got so much to look forward to. And ironically, when I was younger, the song came out in the 70s, I used to think about myself. Of course, I'm self-centric. I think about myself, how it sucks if I die, I'm not going to play the big game tomorrow or the big concert. But lately, the host of this show, Rob Elba, got, was really sick, and I thought, first time maybe, quite possibly, not about myself. Do I want to live in a world where all my friends are gone? And especially Rob Elba, because if my wife and I want to go get a beer, one of the first people we think of is Rob and Elisa. And they never go with us, but we think of them. And whenever I'm going to a punk show and nobody wants to go with me, Rob goes with me. And he, and he uh, you know, he's the host of this shitty show. And he puts on the, 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 the Dan Hoska Memorial, which we all had such a good time at. And it was such a great show. So if Rob Elba's not around, I mean, do I want to be around? And um, 
I don't know. It, it brings me back to seasons in the sun, and obviously I wish Rob the best, and I hope he recovers because, Rob, I don't want to live in a world without you. And that should tear We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the wine and the song like the seasons have all gone. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the wine and the song like the seasons have all gone. Goodbye, Michelle, my little one. And help me find the sun And every time that I was down You would always come around And get my feet back on the ground Goodbye, Michelle, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air With the flowers everywhere Starfish on the beach We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the stars we could reach Were just starfish on the beach We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the wine and the song Like the seasons have all gone All our lives we had fun We had seasons in the sun Oh my God, so many emotions and feels I, I honestly don't know how much more of this I can take, but uh, we're going to soldier on. And here's patron Gary Messick with a very interesting pick. Hello, Rob, and that record got me high listeners. I can think of a number of songs that I find moving, but one of the best is Mile Rock Man by San Francisco singer-songwriter Don Oberg from her album Bring. The song was inspired by an actual incident, Dawn was out jogging one morning, and her path took her past Mile Rock Beach, and it was there that she spotted a man's body lying nearby. She, of course, called the police, who kept her on the scene and questioned her for several hours. As Dawn says, if you find a dead guy, you better be prepared to put your plans for the day on hold. The cops later told her the death was an apparent suicide. Anyway, in what seems to me to be a remarkable act of compassion for a stranger, Don was moved to write a song about this man's tragic passing, hoping that he left this world the way people who have had near-death experiences often describe it, leaving his body, floating into the ether, and being greeted by music of otherworldly beauty. Nothing but my memory marks the place of your exit. The rains have washed away your blood and any proof with it You must have seen the Golden Gate Bridge all lit up at night With the struggle and the instrument to speed your deadly flight I'd like to think we traveled over water I'd like to think you flew by the cliff you heard unearthly music playing as you passed the bridge Somewhere some part of you remembers this But maybe you remember nothing 
Gary, and hey, guess what? It's our friend and patron, Jeff Greenstein, who told me he almost sat this episode out uh, before he came up with this uh, this great pick, which I'm really glad he didn't sit it out. Let's hand it over to Jeff. This is Jeff Greenstein. I love photography. I have a podcast about photography. I think a lot about photography, so perhaps it's not surprising that this year's song that got me high and broke my heart is Photograph by Ringo Starr. This song, written by Ringo and George Harrison, is absolute pop perfection. It's unusual in that it opens with the hook, a hook so affecting you can't wait for it to come around again. The arrangement by Jack Nitschke is elegiac. Those are two difficult words to say in a row. And the lyric, a simple declaration of longing and loss, is plain spoken and poetic. If you always tend to think of Ringo as a bit of a joke, listen hard to this one, and it's sure to bring a tear to your eye. Here is Photograph. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, so a lot of times we do these episodes and people mention, oh, this song's probably going to get picked already or someone's going to definitely pick this song. So, But the truth is we I hardly ever get duplicate submissions. And in fact, I believe this right now is the first duplicate submission I've ever gotten on a Patreon episode. Uh, patrons Larry and Eric both came up with the same selection, but it's a good one and I'm going to let them both tell you about it. Hey, Rob, this is Eric, your buddy from Seattle. Um, you know, trying to think of, of music that has broken my heart. Music doesn't really make me cry. It's the cliche. It feeds my soul. Um, but there is a couple of songs or are a couple of songs that um, have, have really grabbed me um, and brought me to tears. One um, I'll talk about maybe on a future podcast with you. And the other... Um, was David Bowie's Lazarus. You know, that album coming out, the weekend of his passing, and the video for that coming out just a couple of days before he passed away. The song grabbed me and emotionally when I heard it, but 
seeing the visual with it to see uh, knowing what he was then going through and went through in his passing. I remember coming home and showing that to my wife and just breaking down. And and every time I hear it now, I, I picture that and I hear his his pain and and just knowing that that was the last the album and the in the and the song was one of the last gifts he was going to give us and yeah that song gets me every time thanks rob Rob, fellow patrons and TRGMH listeners at large, it's Larry. Yeah, again, sorry. Um, This theme is obviously a tough one. I think it was supposed to be a tough one. So I'm going to try to keep this short. Um, I mentioned on the first time I was on the show that Bowie's death really took me hard. And I was in Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show in January of 2016, and I saw the video for Lazarus, and I was absolutely dumbstruck. I thought it was poignant and beautiful and creepy as fuck, and a couple of days later, he was gone, and I had ordered Black Star, and it came shortly after his passing, and I listened to the album Uh, top to tail in its entirety and I cried the entire freaking time Lazarus from Blackstar I've got nothing left to lose I'm so high it makes my brain whirl drop my cell phone down below Just like me Oh, man. All right. We're just going to move things along because that's what we do. And here is patron and friend Tom Laurie. Hello, Rob and that Rocket Got Me High fans. Tom Laurie here with a song that crushes me every time I hear it. 
The song is Lippy Kids by Elbow from their fifth album, Build a Rocket Boys. I came to this band around 2011, the year the album came out, and I initially thought it was, what I was hearing was a great return to form by Peter Gabriel, which is more than a coincidence as he's quite an influence of this band. I once again am not surprised another great band from England, this one from Bury, Manchester, does not seem to be getting much traction in the U.S., but I also kind of secretly prefer that, the same way as the Buzzcocks, the Fall, and the Wedding Present. Anyway, this song brings me a great amount of melancholia, as sung by Guy Garvey with a subtle musical accompaniment of a metronome-like keyboard, like bass, a dash of guitar, and a choir. The song lyrics initially focus on a teenage kid that has been taken for a ruffian just because he wears hoodies and hangs around the block, and also the way they walk. But it quickly peeks into nostalgia for being an adolescent and how oblivious we are at that time of the hyper-real experiences that we realize at that age. Stealing booze and hour-long kisses. What sinks me is that now I can look back on those memories and see how fantastic some of those moments were. Times of simple joy and sorrow with the world an open book to learn and how now new thoughts and old thoughts of friends and opportunities are gone. Do they know those days are golden? Shoot for the moon, kids. Take care. Lippy kids on the corner again Lippy kids on the corner begin Saddling like crows Though I never perfected the simian stroke Cigarettes and it was everything then Do they know those days are golden? Build a rocket boat Thanks, Tom. And now our next patron, Todd Bauk, uh, brings a not unexpected artist I for this theme, but I would say a pretty outside-the-box pick for this particular artist. Uh, let's hear from Todd. Hey there, Rob, and everybody else in TRGMH land. It's Todd in Portland. I got to tell you, I'm a crier, but music rarely breaks my heart. However, Bruce Springsteen's Moonlight Motel from his 2019 Western Stars album, gets me almost every time. It came out a couple years after Jason Isbell taught me once and for all that you're going to be left behind if your partner dies. I know, that should be obvious, right? In my defense, I think it takes years of living 
to be ready to learn that lesson. But Bruce accelerates it into this four-minute song. We go from young love to the loss of a aging partner. If that weren't enough, being a Springsteen fan, I instantly knew that Mary had passed away. Yeah, the Mary from Thunder Road. You remember, the dress, the porch, Roy Orbison singing. In Moonlight Motel, there's a dusty screen door that sent me down this thought path. I think she had climbed into the front seat, and I think he had pulled out of town, but only after she'd popped him one in the arm for the crack about her looks. Then they made it somewhere out west and found a hotel on a different dusty road, one in the desert and not on the beach. And a new life of experiences sprang from there. For a long time, it was bills and kids and kids and bills. But when we catch up with him, he's been chasing memories and only finding a deserted motel with a pool filled with empty eight feet deep. Be well. Take care of the ones you love. There's a place on a blank stretch of road where nobody travels, nobody goes desk man says these days round here well, two young folks could probably up and disappear into rustling sheets of sleepy coloring to the musty smell of wilted flowers lazy afternoon hours at the moonlight motel people this was going to be heavy right all right so now we have our friend carl with a very interesting pick I, i'm not going to say anything else i'm just going to let carl explain it all to you hey rob hey that record got me hi listeners it's carl at phoenix records in icy crusted waitsfield vermont the record that i am picking that has heartbreaking connotations is actually from Ryan Adams' record called Heartbreaker. It's a song called Come Pick Me Up, and it involves getting your record stolen, getting fucked over, losing the person you love, 
and uh, it also involves Ryan Adams, which uh, I think we need to get into a little bit because I consider Heartbreaker one of the top 20 albums definitely of the last 25, 30 years. Um, but uh, it's, he's kind of ruined it for me. So I can't really even listen to this record that I really love. And it's a really powerful, emotional record. But uh, since Ryan Adams is a fucking douche, uh, it kind of ruined it for me and no doubt for some of you too. So that's my selection for today. Everyone take care. When they call your name, will you walk right up with a smile on your face? We cower in fear in your favorite sweater with an old love letter. I wish you would I wish you would Come pick me up Take me Thanks for that, Carl. Definitely thought-provoking, uh, which is something I feel like we could always count on from patrons of the show, and I really appreciate that. Okay, uh, we're nearing the end of the episode. I uh, hope you've all been holding it together as best as you can. Uh, David Lewis came in with a pick right under the wire, uh, and which sounds very personal to him. Hello, this is David Lewis, uh, the guy from Elizabeth's Records various different podcast episodes and the record that breaks my heart that I can't listen to anymore is the album Ladies and Gentlemen We're Floating in Space by Spiritualize and the reason for that is that 21 years ago when I was getting divorced from my first wife I used to just sit in the car listening to it on CD over and over again crying and uh, it came to mean something else than what it had originally meant to me. So I abandoned it forever, and I think I've listened to one or two songs from it maybe once or twice.
All right. Thank you, David. And thank you to all my patrons. Uh, as I said at the start, uh, this was a bit of a heavy episode, but once again, I just want to let you all know how much I appreciate your patronage and your support and your kind words and encouragement. Uh, don't forget, if you're a listener of the show and would like to start supporting it and me uh, and take part in these special episodes, uh, just head over to patreon.com forward slash trgmh or just go to patreon.com and search for that record got me high and you can become a patron of the show i would really appreciate it all right i didn't think too long about my selection as i always tell other people to do don't overthink it and uh spoiler alert it's a bit of a tearjerker for reasons that will be apparent uh it's a cover of the robert pollard guided by voices song hold on hope by glenn campbell uh, it was included on Campbell's farewell studio album, Ghost on the Canvas, released in 2011 and recorded while he was well into his battle with Alzheimer's disease. Uh, the raw emotion of this song, coupled with uh, knowing what Campbell was going through at the time, it's, it's honestly, it's almost too much to bear. But here we are. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Thanks again to all my patrons. I'm Rob Elba. I'll see you all soon. It's the last thing that's holding me